some ice? I think I might need some ice. Yeah. Started. We've started already. Oh, we're talking. It's already it's, we're just easing our way started. into it. Yeah. Um, so this is the Sprocket Podcast. Simplifying the good life. My name is Aaron Flores. I'm Guthrie Straw. And getting me an ice pack is my lovely partner. Anna, say hi to our guests. <laughs> if you want. I thought, that if you was, want like, I thought you would pick up the cue to say hi. Oh, hey. <laughs> That's Anna. <laughs> you might have heard about Yes, her. this is better than an ice pack. Nice. Green beans. It's green beans. And, and we're recording on the fly in residence today. Uh... Do two super fun things that yeah. Aaron might tell us about later in the show. Um, yeah, today's show, Aaron joins the Involuntary Southpaw Club. Did you see what I uh, put on the show notes for today? No. <laughs> I, I said, episode three or four ninety four. Aaron plays Wishbone. <laughs> I didn't get my wish yet. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get the big, the big side or the small side? Yeah, you got both sides. I got both sides. They're still inside you. Yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, we're 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 doing it live, recorded. Yeah, I think we should open up though. Um, okay, we should open up to everybody's cycle mishaps because you had a pretty mm-hmm. pretty good one and I know we've talked about it already but it may be worth you know going into yeah. more detail if you're comfortable with that oh, Anna you had you had a pretty nice spill that yeah. we yeah. kind of talked about a little bit as well but um, we what is that thing about uh, broken or cycling accidents come in threes <laughs> Here it is. Here's, here's our three. 2019. Yeah. The year nine can be divided by three. Yeah. <laughs> it oh, was shit. an inside job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, but you know, before we talk too much about cycling injuries, here's to 2020 cycling industry in injury free. Yes. All cheers. cheers. Cheers to that. <laughs> you can't hear us clinking our our. Uh, can and glass here. It's true. Aluminum on glass has never uh, had that satisfactory sort of sound associated with it. But, well, we uh, cheers to a disaster-free 2020. Uh, Who better to thank than the beer mongers at Southeast Division and 12? Yes, and today I am drinking the Wildland Mint Lemonade. Oh, always a classic mint lemonade. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is getting classic status. That's been on, on the menu for at least a yeah. month or two now. It's rivaling the uh, ginger fix. For nice, most common. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like switch it up next week. <laughs> I don't know. I just like the logo. <laughs> it, it's a pretty cool logo. I'm drinking the Snowed In Winter IPA by Bend Brewing Company as a um, hope that maybe sometime this week we will be snowed in. <laughs> and it also has a nice label. Man, we should have been snowed. It well, we not did. snowed. But so oh, we yeah. got a lot of ice. You don't say, Aaron. Yeah. You don't say. Well, I'm a little, I'm a little mad about this, and not not because of the injury fact, but the roads were really icy. There should have been no reason for our buses to have been out. Oh really? Oh yeah. So I feel like I always catch the shinier side of when it snows because oh yeah I, i'm not sure when it started snowing up or down here but like up in northeast uh 
one of our roommates' friends texted and was like, it's snowing! Because <laughs> she lives out in Damascus. Um, I don't so, know if we got any actual snow. Oh, we did up there. It was... Oh, really? Well, I threw on my, my winter gear and just took, like, a four-hour walk at, like, two in the morning. Really? Oh, yeah. Just, like, what are you, like, 20 blocks from us? Yeah. We're, we're like... You know, two hundred feet higher. You tossing the alley. Well, yeah. maybe not two hundred. Even it's probably like. 100. But you, you are above the ridge. You're it's right. true. Yeah, the ridge is all it uh, takes. It didn't stick though. So, like by the time the walk concluded, um, I had had enough opportunity to just like eat snow and enjoy the fact that it was snowing. Mm-hmm. And then it turned to slush. So, and then I think that's what you got in the morning there. <laughs> Well, so it turned to slush, and then overnight it turned to ice. Yeah. and <laughs> That was the not-so-good part about no, it. No, and that's that's honestly, like, snow and slush, it's it's crummy, it's kind of dangerous to drive through, but ice is where it's super dangerous. Yeah, I, I don't look at the meteorology stuff anymore, because I'm just like, well, what's it doing outside? <laughs> Sweet. Exactly. <laughs> what's happening right now? Yeah, but I also have the good fortune of not being like as weather dependent all things considered so i'll certainly cope to that or cop to that well the ironic thing was i was biking to the max station which is not that far away no no um but because i knew it was slick ish Mm -hmm. and um i didn't want to bike through it all Mm -hmm. and i knew the further north it i would go the chances of ice would be higher and higher yeah um and, and i was biking just down our street out here mm-hmm. and hit that corner over by benson high school yep. um so it's like eight blocks from our house yeah if that's straight yeah and i was the thought through my head was like well this isn't so bad maybe i could bike all the way to work oh. and then i go to make the turn on oh. the on the 12th and oh. slide isn't it just it's classically those moments I remember when I had my wreck um, you, like sometimes you get like a sixth sense and I don't I'm not much of a like trust your gut person in general because I think that like a lot of decisions have lots of like science and data that can be made to maybe uh, back them up more or less in favor Yeah, but I had that feeling that afternoon I was striking out on a bike ride, and I was like, oh, this is spontaneous, this is great, like, I just decided to go on this pedal palooza ride, like, five minutes ago, and I was heading over the bridge, and I just got this, like, weird sinking feeling in my stomach, (laughs) (laughs) and it didn't really, like, fully coagulate until, like, the time I'd wrecked, but then, like, and this is nothing about the ride, but, uh, like, I showed up, and I was the only person showing up to it. And so, like, you, A, I like those kinds of rides because you get to really, like, make good friends. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, like, in a more sinister read, I'm like, oh, shoot, it's, like, conspiring because, like, you can't bail off this either. Yeah. Because then you'd feel bad about being that person who showed up and then was like, all right, peace out. (laughs) Like, nobody, uh, okay, so, like, Peter, if you're listening to this, I'm still good for the ride that we discussed I've been, I've been, haven't been feeling the hills this winter, but I'm, I am gonna send you an email because I, I appreciate the reach out. He was very nice yeah. and uh, emailed me after the wreck. <laughs> but you know, you, you just like these things happen, and all of a sudden, something that seemed like a very, um, a very made choice, like I'm in control of my destiny, is all of a sudden less so. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and then, of course, <laughs> I wrecked. <laughs> so I don't know if you like, it sounds like maybe not that exact thing, but a similar of like, oh, this will be a certain way. And then all of a sudden it's. Not oh, right. yeah. 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 Um, well, it, and it's it was just a common thing. I made a turn and my front wheel hit ice. Or maybe it was already on ice and I just didn't notice. Because these awesome surly extraterrestrials grip so well. Mm-hmm. Um, you should, you should but, write them a letter. They can yeah, you. right? <laughs> You'd be like, yo, look what I got. Uh, so, oh, wait, by, by the way, Mr. T, no, I haven't put the compass tires on yet. And I probably won't until the weather turns a little bit nicer. But um, they're more supple. But I did get them, and thank you so much. I nice. will get them on um, when the weather turns nice. Uh, anyways. So speaking of turning. Yeah, speaking of turning. So you I'm, turned I'm onto 12. <laughs> and yeah, made made a right turn. And the speed at which I made the turn w- was a normal speed. Well, but it was a normal speed for, you for, know, most conditions. Oh, okay. So you know? what, when you say normal, you mean as if there were not ice. As if there were not ice. Got it. And okay. I don't like again. Like the thought was like, oh yeah, the roads aren't that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Except we hate that intersection. That intersection. That intersection is sucks. Bad. It's oh, it, it never drains right. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's yes. always like one of the last to drain. This whole yep. street actually doesn't. They drain took very the well. crosswalk away. Yeah, they took the crosswalk why. away at that one. Hmm. Uh, um, I approach. I a lot of cars way. will run that. Will run that light. That's very true. Yeah, that is um, true. <laughs> because it is, it is only well, it is a four way, I guess, but the one direction isn't commonly used, so a lot of people will treat it as if it was just a three way intersection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you also it has like all of these kind of. And I feel like there's a lot of it. Like as we're describing this, if this reminds you of an, an intersection in your hometown, let us know because I feel like we all. Have this intersection where we live. Yeah. <laughs> it's that. It's like the making it. And this. It's funny because I'll preface this with Peter Kuntz um, was on and like we talked about this specific intersection. Yeah. Um, yeah. On the episode, it's a known intersection. Uh, and, and like to his credit, like I can see the side of the coin that's like, wow, you know, for getting six billion bread trucks out of there every morning, yeah. you know, having it be the transit kind of like yep. linkage yep. that it is that it is it's yeah. really smooth with a high school right there with yes. a high school right there like it's very smooth yeah. with that consideration yeah. accidents we've all had them uh you you had asked for some more detail or i'll, I'll tell my are we telling more stories sure you should tell how you got to oh the yeah hospital. oh do we want to go there already fin- okay fin- uh, we don't have to no I, i'll totally tell it heighten Sorry. heighten your tail mm. And with my mouth full of banana. Yes. Um, hang on. Bananas are tasty. And full of potassium. Yeah. Well, and it's certainly uh, filling when you are taking anti-inflammatory drugs that mess with your digestive system. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's more than you need to know. Uh, well, now I know. But now you do. We need that Bill Nye sounder. <laughs> now you know. So, wiped out. I I knew something was wrong when I tried to pick myself up because I'm right-handed. I went to support my weight with my right hand, and my body was like, uh-uh, nope, use, use the other side. And I got up, 
I was like kind of like a turtle on its shell for half a minute in the middle of the intersection. (laughs) But got up, got my bike off the road, and just, I don't know, I don't know like how your thought process goes when something like this happens. Mm. I'm not really thinking so much about like, how do I do a thing so much as like, what needs to happen? And I know, okay, I got a bike. I need to get that off the road. Okay, done. Okay, I think I need to get checked out by a doctor. Well, first bike needs to get home, so let's walk the bike home. Mm. And so I walked back to the house. And (laughs) and so as a testament to the amount of ice on the road... There was a few times where I was, like, sliding, just walking, like, through a couple crosswalks. Wow. Um, It's always intersections that uh, don't get cleared right, especially those corners on the intersections. Mm -hmm. And that's usually where people are falling. Yeah. And that's often where the bike lane goes through. Um, That's where the crosswalks go through. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyways... That's just a small rant. I'm going to go on for... Well, it's done now. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So, got it home. um, Swearing up a storm because I'm trying to get my bike up these steps using only my left hand. And Mm. and I'm... Yeah, I'm your bike is in a lot of pain. not super light. It's not light. Yeah, this might be the one time in my life I've regretted having such a heavy bike. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you said, it was a disc tracker. Did you say that? Oh no, it was it yes, it was the red hair among horses. Mm-hmm. My very kind neighbor from across our our courtyard, um, who's always super nice and super positive, I yes. think was taken aback by seeing me in this light. Out. She was coming out. Oh, yeah. She was coming out to walk to work. Oh wow. And she she said something like, Are you, oh, is everything okay? And I was like, oh, I took a spill. Oh, well, get in, get warm, you'll be all right. And, and I just said, be careful, it's icy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, no thank you or anything like that. I just <sighs> got my bike home. And now I'm like, oh, wait, yes, i got to go to the doctor. <laughs> so I walked to the Mac station. <laughs> To go to the doctor. So you made it to the max. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kind of reading in here, or assuming, but I'm guessing Anna was not in Portland <laughs> no. at this time. She no. was not. Okay. It you, you know you can call like, yeah, you can. other people you know who live in Portland, right? It's like 645. You know you can call <laughs> other people <laughs> who live in Portland that know you, right? Yeah, no. Okay. I've, I've gotten this lecture oh, several okay. times. Well, I just felt like we should put it on air. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you've been chastised. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, so I maxed it to um, a medical complex that I thought was a hospital. Mm, like an urgent care? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> they have an urgent care. They have an urgent care. They weren't open yet. The urgent care doesn't open until one they o'clock. Have an oh, ER. Wow. They was... don't have an ER. They, in fact, it wasn't until I got there that I saw in print that is conspicuously the si- similar or same color as the substrate that they put it on. Mm. 
no emergency services. Oh, yeah. It's like that uh, equivalent of the sign at the carnival that says, must have two collarbones to ride. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> must not be actively needing actual medical attention. Got yes. it. <laughs> Luckily, because Urgent Care didn't, didn't open until 1 o'clock, I was like one of three people there, and the first person to see a receptionist of any kind. Mm. I was like, okay, so I just saw that you don't have emergency services here. I have insurance through you guys. Where's the nearest hospital? And she's like, well, our nearest hospital is in Clackamas. Oh, wow. Um, For those of you outside of Portland, I am currently um, on the north interstate area near Overlook Park, and Clackamas is several miles south oh, of Portland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's an that's Outside a, of Portland. It's its own town. That's a good old Max ride right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, we mapped it out, because I actually have to go there um, later the, next week. <laughs> is it the sunny side? Yeah. 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 Um, it's actually a good 15-20 minute walk after the last Max stop. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, I digress. <laughs> so yeah, she said that, and I think she could read like the the, the sort of the, or just the like confusion and frustration of like yeah, what am yeah. I supposed to do now? Mm. And she's like, well, if it is an emergency, any ER will be covered by your insurance. I was like, oh, okay. Nice. Those are good words to hear. Where's the nearest ER? Okay. And she told me. And I googled how to get there. And it was like, 15-minute walk. Cool. I'll just walk to it. Mm. That's when I called you. <gasps> yes. That's when I got off the plane. <laughs> um, the, I only had to work one <laughs> flight that day. But oh, it was I sent the out. Exact, it was the exact time, like really, truly from like maybe like five minutes before you fell, I'm guessing, till like you... Got were going. Were you walked just, out of yes, the medical complex. Yes, and yes. that was also the place where I sent. Yes, say, yeah, was, yep, it's all tied. Us. You're all yeah. ER, your ER buddies. Yep. <laughs> yes, we went to the same ER. Yeah. Oh, that's so is cool. that where you ended up as well? Well, that's where. Um, that's where he took. Oh, me right. and you. It's where. It's yeah. where Anna ended wow. up a little earlier this year. Um, <laughs> yeah. We can we can talk about that too. If well. You like. I want to make a comment here about Google Google Maps Uh-oh. and their walking directions Uh-oh. because their walking directions sent me down a street that not only didn't have any sidewalk but would have me walking in the street against traffic. Mm. That's and so call. again, Google. Spoiler alert: I have a broken collarbone. I'm kind of dealing with the pain of that mm-hmm. and that's kind of clouding my judgment but also like I know I'm not going to walk in the street that's already icy mm-hmm. against traffic Yeah. so I'm just standing there going like uh, what do I do now <laughs> I guess I'm just going to walk the other direction yeah. I know there's a walking yeah. bridge somewhere yep. yeah totally uh, Shoot. <laughs> at one point someone cause was, I was literally just wandering the medical campus of this place, mm-hmm. trying to find the walking bridge. I've gotten mm-hmm. lost there. Yes, before. that is. It's 
it's kind it's of amazing. It's not that hard to it's get It's kind lost of amazing. Mm-hmm. At one point, like, some guy, I'm sure he, like, works there as an administrator or something. He's like, uh, can I help you find something? And I just said, like, I'm walking to the ER. <laughs> and I just, I just, oh I just was like, I'll be fine. And I kept walking. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> but you made it. I did. I Yay. did end up making it. That's good. I'm glad. It took about a half hour because of getting lost there. And, and then there's just, there's no easy way to walk to a hospital. This is true. <laughs> An ambulance. It's almost yeah. as, as if they make them impossible to walk to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they're definitely, um, I, I wouldn't say like intentionally designed, because I don't know this, but they're very well designed for driving to. Yeah. I'll put it that yeah. way. Yeah. yeah, no, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. We should have somebody who works at a hospital and bikes or commutes to work. Or we yeah. should have people who, people who design hospitals, uh, Weigh in on like bike, <laughs> yeah. bike and head mobility uh, in terms of access. That'd be fun. Well, I know. So the non ER of the spot where you ended up is right on the North Williams bike lane. Yes. Yes. But that's just more like uh, in outpatient. Yeah, and you know it, it's it's a hospital slash medical campus, mm-hmm. and so it's pretty sprawling. It's not like I could go in one door and then. Yeah. Like make my way to the emergency room from there. It's I've like I have actually tried to do that once, and I ended up walking into a place I wasn't supposed to. No. I was like, well, they have the things on the door. I don't know. There's I used to work at a hospital back in Salem, and this happened to me there too, where like you're trying to find something or somebody, and like you follow the paint or something. It's you know it's like red emergency, and you're like sweet, I got this, and then mm-hmm. you see like the maternity ward and like you're like where did the red paint go uh okay like i'm here but people are looking at me weird i'm pretty sure it's through that oh it's not through that door okay now they're really looking at me <laughs> i'm just trying to find the thing yep yeah hospitals can be nebulous places i feel like there should be a zine about hospital navigation mm-hmm. because i would read it oh yeah that would be so interesting i couldn't be the one to write it but i, I, could, I could write one about being lost in hospitals yeah it's pretty good at that. <laughs> um, well, you're here. You're yeah, in um, yeah. most I, pieces. Um, I honestly didn't know. I had a feeling that something was wrong. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I broke a bone. Wow. Right up until somebody told me, like, they did x-rays and everything and still waiting. I was kind of sure when I finally braved my I got up the courage to like feel mm-hmm. my like mm. my shoulder it could feel like the sort of skin tent that mm. was being made there's a small a frame going oh. on near my shoulder gosh that was my biggest and fear when I wrecked was bone breakage breaking mm-hmm. a bone yeah because yeah. I'm like I have not yet, to my knowledge, broken this, a bone. This is my first. Yeah. Oh, this is my first. Hey, yep. I can hold out hope then. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just like... I made it 42 years without breaking one. Ooh, yeah. I honestly yeah, thought my hip was going to break before anything else. That's, that's a geriatric joke, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're all right. Yeah, I mean, like, I went down... I totally, like, supermaned it into the pavement. Yeah. And I was... I was surprised, A, that I didn't have more whiplash than I ended up having. Uh, and I was also surprised, like, you ever 
like, I feel like the last time I had the wind knocked out of me was when I fell off a, a haystack. And that was when mm-hmm. I was like 13 or 14 years old. I have not felt that winded before, but mm-hmm. if I hadn't had that prior experience, I would have thought that I was like literally dying or mm-hmm. something. Because like when I went down, like we were talking about things that like the first thing you think of. And um, fortunately, in my case, the road that we were on was not one that had traffic on it. So because I was winded, <laughs> I did sit there for like a good yeah. 40 seconds or so. Just kind of like yeah. waiting yeah. for my body to remember how to breathe again. There, uh, <laughs> there's always those moments like right after you wipe out where you're just like, can I move? Can mm-hmm. I breathe? Like, can I get up? Yep. Yeah, totally. And fortunately, like I, I, I was like, I didn't know what happened, but I knew how it felt. Uh, <laughs> and like how it felt was like I could just wait until... I could breathe a little bit and then you take that first breath and you're like <gasps> just trying to like force it in <laughs> yeah, yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like it's okay body, this is this is what you do. This is how you're supposed to do those things. Yeah. Just forgot. Um and like apparently the when I got X rayed they were like, Oh yeah, like it's not super uncommon to have a lung collapse when you get hit that hard. So like Oh wow. I, I didn't, but yeah. um, you can have like a partial collapse kind of deal. Okay. Um so I, I looked out. My first thing I did was, uh, what did I do? I was riding with um, the ride leader, and I think the first thing I did was ask him to check my, um, like, circulation and, uh, like, response. And, like, you know, like, what I do, I do the quick self-check because that's, like, what tells me. Um, is this, like, an ER situation? Is this a ambulance situation? Right. Is this a, like, ride-it-off situation? So I made sure to, um, like, wiggle all my toes and my fingers and to, like, pull a little bit to see if there was anything that was not right. Like, you were talking about your skin tent. I, I, I was wasn't checking for even, skin tents. Oh, I wasn't even conscious enough, or not, I was conscious, but not thoughtful enough mm. to do that. I just knew, like, okay, something is wrong. Yeah. I can't, like, bear any weight on my right side at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was at least enough. I didn't even bother checking for anything else at yeah. that point. Well, it's not like I don't yeah. think I would have ever. And like I was, I was like saying who the president was and like what the date was and stuff. Because mm-hmm. like I, it, it, I think basically what happened was my wilderness first responder training. Although uh, I'm not, yeah, yeah. I'm not currently certified anymore. Um, even though it's lapsed, like my brain still just jumps immediately into that mode. Sure. Even sure. if it's like a faulty self-assessment, and like who knows, maybe I knock myself out and I'm just like dreaming it or something. <laughs> like, I'm still gonna. I'm still gonna. You're dreaming it. your own self-assessment. Yeah. <laughs> who knows? I haven't been knocked out that bad yet, but there's a first time for some things. Yeah. Um, as yeah. far as I know, I didn't lose consciousness either. Like I gotcha. You got didn't endo. Did I didn't you, you know. Went, it. I slid to my side. side. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which generally not as not as bad as going over the bars yeah uh, i've done it twice it's not my favorite thing <laughs> <laughs> one was trail riding so it went a bit differently mm. but phew, yeah i don't like accidents but i really <laughs> like riding my bike it's a conundrum <laughs> <laughs> well the two don't have to be synonymous they tend to be a bit correlated in my case <laughs> 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 if at I, least if I admit. it's safer than driving Yes, yeah, that's true. I'll, I'll remind myself of that. Um, what was the What was the first thing that you did when you took your spill? Anna? Oh, uh, 
I got up and pulled my bike to the side and just stared at my like now disconnected uh, front fender and was like, hmm, I wonder like how I'm gonna get home now because mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew I didn't have a multi tool because you know I like to live on the edge and because uh, you're not a tool because uh, because I'm not a tool because uh, <laughs> I often travel unprepared on my bike because uh, I was so close to home yeah. I think that's totally possible. Like, when you're a mile and a half from home. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, worst case, you walk. And then, uh, I called Aaron. But, actually, first, I got irritated that no one in the pizza place or the little market... Yeah, people were eating (laughs) outside. No one is gonna, like, ask me if I'm okay. But then, at the same time, because, like, I have a very strong, uh... I get very, yeah, I have a very strong personality that I also can totally picture myself being defensive and telling anyone that would have asked, like, mm. I'm fine. Yeah. Hmm. I wasn't fine, but... <laughs> you were then not I fine. called Aaron. Yeah. You, if I recall, you had, like, a minor concussion. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay. And you were yeah. wearing your helmet. I was wearing my helmet, yeah. Yeah. Not to so toss fire on that debate. Exactly, but. right? Yeah. Oof. Um... Yeah, I remember, didn't you, like, answer and... Because, <laughs> like, when, when we're recording the show, if somebody calls... Oh, the rules yeah, we I, put was, them on the I was totally, like, like in a jokery, <laughs> laughy kind of mode. Well, I think we Well, had, it was showtime, yeah. Yeah, we'd seen Anna and I, and yeah, we had, like, yeah. five yep. minutes before. And we had yeah, Sean Granton on. Yeah, yeah. And... He was pretty cool about yeah, it. Yeah, and so... <laughs> Yeah, thank you, like, Sean. For hey, what's up? You're on the Sprocket podcast, and you're like, um, I need you to come get me to or, come check on me. Cause yeah, apparently I thought I was okay. I don't know. That's yeah. not uncommon when people have yeah. minor concussions. The the I'm fine factor. Is, yeah, it's that's like that's just such a natural ten- like that's that's why I check to see if my fingers still yeah. work. Right? Yeah, is like. Even if I feel like I'm fine, mm-hmm. if maybe my thumb is pointed the wrong direction, then you know, even if you feel you're fine, maybe you're not fine. Yeah. Uh, but that's, like, the adrenaline. So, like, yep. in my case, I did have multi-tools. So before my body, like, stopped working, because uh-huh. uh, I was out of adrenaline, I fixed my bike enough to, to get off the hill. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. But, I, yeah, you know, something were broken more, obviously. Uh they they thought I might have like a chest fracture and some other stuff, but succeeded. Yay! Minus minus the uh, emergency care bill, and uh, didn't, didn't have either of those. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, we did think at one point that I might have had broken ribs because I was having some trouble. You know, they check your breathing with the stethoscope, and they're like, you know, take a deep breath. And I first couple that I tried to take, my body was like, ah, mm-hmm. no. Mm. Hurts too much, and but they X-rayed him, and there wasn't anything broken. They're gotcha. just really bruised, I guess. Yeah. So how? So you uh, took your spill five days ago, six days, Two Monday. Days. So right, Monday morning. Oh yeah, Monday yeah. morning. Yeah. <laughs> so you're still you're still playing so three days ago, enjoying the high life. So yeah, to speak. enjoying the high life, I guess. Um, and by I, that we mean Aaron is on prescription meds. <laughs> I'm on prescription meds. <laughs> so, to be clear, though, um, in the ER, they kept offering me, and I kept refusing, 
because I really honestly, and some of it I'm sure was shock, but I really honestly didn't think I was in enough pain to necessitate a painkiller. Mm-hmm. I knew I was in pain, but um, the nurse, you know, as they're making the rounds, oh yeah, I didn't even get a room. Okay. <laughs> they admitted me, but they're like, we're out of room, so you're just going to have to sit in this gurney in the hallway. Hey, you got a gurney. <laughs> but hey, I did yeah. Get, yeah. Sometimes they just send you back to the waiting room. Yeah, oh. yeah. Well, I was there for quite some time. And yeah. they, you saw, what, three other cyclists? Yeah. yeah. Oh, in yeah. the 10 minutes that I got there. Yeah. yeah. In the 10 minutes that I got there, uh, there was two other cyclists. Oh, One dude, shit. his wrist was definitely broken. It was not right. No, his oh. hand was not pointed correctly. That is... I felt for uh, that guy. And the other guy came in in a wheelchair, his <sighs> wife pushing him. Oh. So... Yeah. Nothing was obvious, but if you're coming in in a wheelchair, that's also not a good sign. So maybe the but, statistical reference is, like, generally safer, but... If you're on two wheels, avoid ice. Right. Definitely avoid ice. But to be clear, clear, two quote-unquote level two traumas came in, both car accidents. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I uh, was picking up beer at the Beer Mongers and was telling Sean about your ordeal. Oh, yeah. And he was like, yeah, that's a pretty common injury for (laughs) for ice. (laughs) Yeah. And the more I read about a broken clavicle, the more... It's said like that it's probably the most common fracture for cyclists. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That makes if you sense. hit on your shoulder, that's usually the the bone that takes the brunt of the force. I'm so and feeling <laughs> yeah. right, man. Yeah. If I uh, lean two inches more to the right, who knows? <laughs> well back back to the ER though, <laughs> um, and pain meds, the nurse who had initially seen me Anytime she walked by me doing any other thing, was like, "Are you sure you don't need any, anything, anything for the pain?" Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "No, I'm fine, I'm fine." And this was like after three or four times, she came by. She finally just like leaned in and was like, "I'm gonna level with you. You have a broken collarbone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the doctor. He's the one that's gonna tell you you got a broken collarbone." But you got a broken collarbone. <laughs> You're gonna want something for the pain. You're maybe you don't feel it now, but yeah, you know. She's like, "We'll write a prescription. It's not gonna be much, but you don't want to be scrambling at three in the morning for a twenty-four hour pharmacy." Yeah. yeah. Yep. Fair enough. Yep. Take care uh, of it on your so, way out the door. Yeah. That said, I took like a couple oxycodone that day. And then um, I got a prescription, but I just use it to go to sleep. Mm. That um, seems to be the hardest thing. Yeah, yeah. During the day, it's just it's just ibuprofen. Gotcha. Which, you know, when when you haven't done anything to your body, um, your as far as like drugs and whatever, your body takes ibuprofen like as if it was oxycodone. Yeah, yeah. it's so true. <laughs> that, yep. There's there's those. Yeah, rare rare time. Like I took some ibuprofen similarly for um, the fall I had, and I I noticed that too. I was like, "What is it? Eight hundred milligrams is considered an effective dose?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah. this yeah. feels fine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this feels pretty good." I'm doing uh, six hundred every six hours. Nice, yeah. cool. Uh, so between I guess all three of us, if we had any uh, 
wisdom nuggets or lessons learned. Not that you can do anything differently because you can't, but what would you tell your future self about your experience that would help alleviate <laughs> uh, it re- reoccurrences? The thing that's worked for a really long time might not work that one time. Mm. Okay, don't adjust your light with your foot. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) No, no sticking feet into moving. That's like that's the that's the like that one. I feel like its lineage is the don't stick things near spokes that are moving. (laughs) Like the first the first thing you I like you learn at a bike shop typically like if you're in the mechanic area is like see that that's moving. Don't, don't go near that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm glad you're okay. <laughs> we we I, I know someone who um, had their like upper part of their fingernail sheared off in a disc rotor. Mm. Oh, I oh, could yeah, see that rotors. really because they yeah. weren't obeying the "don't touch the moving thing" yep. rule. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you know, going... I didn't use my hand to adjust it. I yeah. used my shoe. <laughs> <laughs> it was a safer option. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. 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 It's in the bylaws. Yeah. <laughs> Mine would be, um, don't defer maintenance just because you think you can push apart just a little bit further. Oh, Everything yeah. fails. Ideally, yes. replace it before it fails. And then what you is, won't end up like me. What is that old phrase? If it ain't broke, don't fix it? Yeah, well... But if it is broke, do fix it. It wasn't broke, but I should have fixed it. <laughs> it wasn't broken until it was. It and, was and broke, though, wasn't it? it no, it was just... Well, <laughs> yeah, you are correct. It was broken. It was broke. But okay, <laughs> I'm not placing this. Like, the, I, I would like to. I'd like to um, reaffirm that all responsibility for making the choices that were made lies on me. You did tell me a story about how one of your coworkers would, did the exact uh, same thing to yeah. their bike, and, yes. ha- and it was still like quote unquote running that way. It was later. still running that way. It's <laughs> a good point. So, like, maybe my advice to myself would be. Um, Choose my own safety margin, <laughs> and, right. and uh, don't don't be persuaded by situations that aren't literally mine. <laughs> uh, by the way, that coworker did I think get their fender fixed? He did. Well, he that was Jimmy who wrote. Okay, I didn't want to like rim out him. Uh, all right, I'll okay. out him. It's fine. Um, don't and, don't and don't. I did fall mention into like, his false sense he, uh, of confidence. You planning on pulling that fender off before we ride the rim? Oh yeah, that's right. I, I thought he fixed like, it. No, I don't think so. It was like I think you should. You totally should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like you, that. I think it it relates to your lesson learned, Anna, in that like we have our comfort zone, right? Yeah. Yeah. And oh you, yeah. You spend five years at a bike shop. You see a lot of way that things can fail. It doesn't mean you haven't seen that plus one. Doesn't mean you haven't seen that fail. In your situation, yeah, yep. for yeah, that totally. one, thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? totally, yeah. So that uh, like, give yourself some margin. Be nice to your bike, so that your bike is nice to your body. And uh, take it, take it, take it slow, take it easy. What is it? <laughs> my my tagline is the simple things, or it's the good things in life that slow you down. But sometimes it's your fender failing that slows you down. <laughs> <laughs> slows you way down. <laughs> slow way down. <laughs> yeah. So my, my I get yeah my lesson is uh, don't don't trust that which you don't know <laughs> yeah yeah um the thing that keeps coming back to me is something that I've said over and over and over again about many other things 
and that is speed kills. It's the mm. speed that gets you in trouble. And maybe I wasn't going that fast, but I can, in retrospect, confess to maybe going faster than the conditions should dictate. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's and so easy, I feel like. Especially, yes. especially taking yes. that turn. Yep. You know, I I love taking a turn while leaning while leaning into it, oh. and you got to do it with even flair. Though, Aaron always has to put some flair on it. Whatever I, I do. he does, I even love, while being very I love, cautious, even when like, it's on the ice, even when he's being well, very cautious. And here's the thing. Here's I, the thing. Is <laughs> I think I, in retrospect, I can say I took my took my mind off of the conditions at mm-hmm. hand. Mm-hmm. And was just thinking about getting to the max, mm-hmm. and not thinking like, "Oh yeah, I was riding to the max because it's icy out. Maybe I should also not ride as fast as I normally ride." Have you ever heard the analogy of the fisherman and the sandbar? I don't think so. So somebody who works their entire life goes into port, goes out, goes in, goes out. All of a sudden, 50 years in, runs into a sandbar. And it's because the second you think you know where something is, or that mm-hmm. what you've known all the time is predictable, is the second you lose your, your edge. Yes. I feel yes. like this is a common theme between totally. all Totally. Yes, that is... Yes. Totally. Yep. yep. Um, so yeah, quest, question your comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just being aware. Mm-hmm. It was, again, it was totally like, I wasn't going fast per se, but I was definitely going too fast for the conditions. uh, Yeah. (laughs) I feel like, so like, we're not like polar opposite when it comes to inclement, but Uh like my, the, like what my head looks like when I'm in conditions like that is like my bike is a, a dowel or a pole and I'm on top of a marble. And if I get anything over too much from center yeah it it, it fails <laughs> yeah so that's where like a tripod and like i i've fallen on the ice so many times growing up yeah that, like that maybe just like hammered it well and you've done some mountain biking as well and so you've not, got, not much like, <laughs> really i've mountain biked like this five feeling. times okay i i trick biked a lot we used to maybe that's it because you've got the body mechanics down yeah i've i've learned I like we used to build jumps. I had like a my thing growing up was BMX and like the first I should crack out the photos. My mom dropped by the uh, the, the, oh. the Young Guthrie photo album. Was, like, yes. what I yes. do, I used yes. to get out like the polish and I would like polish my bike every week uh-huh. and then I would get some boxes in the garage and I'd put the bike on top of the boxes and then all of my like I had this cool alien t-shirt and these like <laughs> green sunglasses and then I'd take the family camera and just take photos of like the bike. <laughs> oh my gosh, this high polished bike. Oh yeah, your... it was so slick. Oh. You have no idea. Um, and then like we got. I got a Redline 360, like, for Christmas one year, mm. and then it got stolen the year after that, but, like, I just, I did the BMX thing pretty hard mm-hmm. as a kid, um, and when you're a kid, you tend to, like, behave a bit more like rubber when you hit the ground. Oh, yeah. Not always, like, that's me exaggerating a bit, but, like, I learned, I learned, like, a lot of the ways to not fall really early on, because I did most of those things. <laughs> my, right. my claim to fame is we found this, um... There was this, uh, like, 50-gallon drum that had been uh, sawed in half and used for, like, a hog feed. 
and so we took the drum and inverted it so that it was in its cylindrical shape and then we put some plywood on top of that and uh, we hit the plywood and you could get like a pretty good like two or three feet I don't know maybe three and a half of air off of that but what we didn't realize was that the plywood was rotten and so like we got like five or six ramps off of it and then when I went over the plywood actually snapped like halfway when I was <laughs> when I was over the barrel yeah so check this out it was like I wish slow motion cameras were like invented back in that time because my rear tire hit the um, 50 gallon drum yeah. and actually bounced me in a 360. So I did a four oh flip my gosh. assisted by the plywood failing right. and ended up back on two wheels in front of the jump. It, Whoa. Was, it was pretty sweet. Whoa. So yeah, no photos of that, but maybe we'll toss like a, a young, young Guthrie bike photo up there or That'd something. Be funny. It would definitely oh, yeah. be funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Lear learning to fall young is um, a gift I've been blessed with. But gosh, did I fall a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's how you learn, though, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. Uh, speaking of learning, so I'm learning how to do things left-handed. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember, are you left-handed or right-handed? I'm right-handed, but I do some common things switched. It, it kind of okay. depends. Like, I wear my... I'm right-handed, but I wear my watch on my right hand. Ah. Yes. Yeah. I just found out that apparently that's weird. That that's what they tell me. That's what that's I was what told tell this weekend, but I, I don't know. It's, I like it. It's the hand I use most. Why yeah. would I not put my watch yeah. on it? <laughs> uh -huh. yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah. I'm trying to learn how to do things left-handed. Here's your chance. No. Well, you can yeah. become uh, ambidextrous. <laughs> yeah. Um... I discovered how difficult it is to put socks on. That has so far been my most difficult task. I can believe it. Is putting on socks with my non-dominant hand. You like a tight-fitting sock. Well, there is that. Yeah, there so, is that. But it's that pulling motion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you should take it? up... Uh, you could take up, like, knitting and be left-hand dominant. Because... Yeah. Yeah, I've never knitted before, so it'd be totally new. It's evening the playing See? field. Yeah. 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 What that makes me think of is left-hand scissors. Oh, wow, how do you do that? Stocking stuffer. <laughs> <laughs> What's your recovery time? Um, if all I do is a sling, it's eight weeks. Mm -hmm. um, and it's still kind of eight weeks if I go the surgical option mm. but a lot of people say that surgery speeds it up a little bit more mm. like you could uh, you could possibly be back on the bike in four weeks booyah and so Just that with that in mind I kind of want to push for the surgical option okay also you know? amazing health insurance and I've got really good health insurance so why not cut Did me open let's see ER? what happens yeah <laughs> The ER nurse or the doctor? Someone said, like, oh, yeah, they're probably going to do The doctor surgery. said yeah. they'll probably do surgery. The ER nurse was like, I don't know, they probably won't. It doesn't look that bad. And the, mm -hmm. the doctor was like, he, just, he, like, described it by literally tenting his hands mm -hmm. and going, going, yeah, so your, your collarbone is doing this right now. And right now we'll just put you in a sling, but they'll probably end up doing surgery. Yeah. But... Ultimately, it's kind of up to the surgeon. Um, most of what I read is you 
have to have like more than two centimeters of of separation or two centimeters of displacement so um, for them to really consider that mm. I don't know what that means as far as I mean I know what that measurement is but mm-hmm. as far as like what it how that compares to what my x-rays look like I don't know gotcha I whatever is going to get me back on the bike faster in yeah. that like that's my only mode of transportation that's the only way I get around and yeah most of that's by choice but it's by choice to such an extent that I can't go back like just like that yeah. It's not like yeah. I can just get in a car anymore. Similarly to... Thank you, car to go. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That is... I got we were, You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> another reason that we're super sad that there is no so car bummed. to go. So bummed. Oh, we miss it every day. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> like you... It, it, if it were inversed or flipped, like it's as, as tempting as it is to say, like you can't just tell somebody like, well, just stop driving. You know, like you... Yeah. You, like... We tend to build our um, reinforcements around the mode, which is our our dominant, I guess. So, like, totally, you know, you'd, you'd need to get a bike first, and probably some fenders, right? And a, and a helmet. Oh, I wanted like, to ask you this: mm-hmm. Did you replace your helmet? Oh yeah, after your crash. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, I was actually super sad about that because. I, well, like, when you work at a bike shop, you get good discounts. Sure. And I didn't work at a bike shop, but I still wanted, like, a decent <laughs> help. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was, like, <laughs> some of the pain. It guess. hurts every time. Yeah. It hurts every time it you does. have to, it like, didn't, didn't, like, you know. <laughs> like, I wouldn't even say it hurt. Like, well, actually, what was, like, it, yeah, I guess it hurt. But, like, uh, <laughs> what, what happened was they came out with the MIPS system. Oh. Which weighs more than my old helmet. And, like, regardless Whoa. of, like, what the old helmet was... It was lighter, and so like what I noticed most is more weight oh. on my head oh, for a similar like price point right, and, and right. performance. So I um, like I have a helmet that fits great; it's mm-hmm. wonderful. Like I've come to become more used to it, but the old one like it, it just felt like it disappeared. Yeah, on my which head. is the uh, most you could ever want. It was yeah. all I yeah. ever it's asked all, for. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so the fact they didn't make that helmet, I looked online and like nobody was selling the old. <gasps> oh, yeah. You're yeah. in a similar situation. Oh, yeah. Helmet, <laughs> so, like, the <laughs> helmet that you crashed, yeah. like, they I, don't make anymore either. I regret less the money spent on it, because, like, it's good to get a helmet that doesn't have, you know, yes, a big exactly. crack down the middle of it. Uh, but mostly what I regret is, like, not being able to... This is, like, when I when I, go, when I buy socks or pants, <laughs> and then, like, I wear them for a few years, and then I'm like, oh, they don't make this pant anymore. Yes. <laughs> this, yes. is, this is my helmet situation. But, yeah. like, I'm not going to buy two just to have one sit around. Yeah. Uh, it's probably like there it's very first world problem, that, but I'm sure you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I don't know if I had literally infinite money, would I buy two helmets? Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, I still can't actually answer that, but yeah, it was it was just like you 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 have the injury, and then you have like when you have your kit dialed, and you're just like sweet. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. when it changes up a oh, little yeah. bit and you're just like, oh, oh that sucks. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. But um, the folks at Gladys built me a wonderful, um, or I had a rim sitting around so they, and they did a wonderful job of rebuilding uh, a rear wheel. And for that, I was appreciative. Um, so like, you know, good, good came out of it too. Supporting, supporting your local businesses. I can get behind that. Yeah. Well. I was trying uh, to sneakily was, pull up our yeah 
Uh, we don't need to do a smooth transition. Okay. Maybe I'll let you... I'm on uh, Soul Service, so maybe I'll let you pull it up if that's okay. Yeah. Uh, there are show notes for this week. Oh, yeah. Freaking Jiro... Whatever the fuck it is. Like, <laughs> so light. Oh, my God. Take a photo before the show starts. That's okay. We should probably take a photo. Um, then they'll really be able to go, okay. like, ah, the thermostats from 1986, which means that the house was constructed. Oh my god! <laughs> Do you want me to take it of you? No, sit down okay. with us. We're going to selfie this up. Just squeeze it real tight. I, dude, she hates the number of times that, oh, that I have like almost or actually <laughs> injured Aaron because it's just like this reflex. Oh yeah, uh, totally. I, I I've, I've experienced that. Okay, might... someone with longer hands. I can't. Okay. <laughs> I can't. Here we go. Uh, I can't hit it. I can't. Your nails it. are too My long. My nails are too long. <laughs> God damn it. That's one. embarrassing. That's okay. At least, at least they're your nails. Wait. Uh, Lean in. Uh. Bring it down. There, perfect, perfect. And then I'm not a zombie person. All right. Okay. I, I saw there's a subreddit called Programmer Humor, and I saw this wonderful, it's brilliant, uh, comic comic on it that was uh, somebody who's a web developer, and they were like, "Me on a plane. Somebody has an emergency. My dad." Hey, hey, uh, you should go help him. You know, like, use CSS Grid or, like, you know, put some HTML on him. Right, son? You know, because that, that would be useful. Oh. <laughs> so, like, oh. Yeah, for being a programmer. For not being a doctor yeah. <laughs> or something like yes. that. <laughs> I've seen a few of those. Use, use Flexbox. Good. See if that'll work. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. I love, I love, I love, I love. Don't, don't ever use that. Ooh. December 25th is Socksgiving. The ride starts at Paz in Portland. And the second Thursday of every month is the Joyful Riders Club. The second Friday, the first Friday of every month is the San Francisco Bike Party. Also, and the second Friday of every month is the Boston Bike Party. Also the second Friday of every month, the Indianapolis Bike Party. Also, also the second Friday of every month, the East Bay Bike Party. The last Friday of every month is the Baltimore Bike Party. The first Saturday of every month is the Civil Unrest Ride right here in Portland, Oregon. Every second Sunday of every month right here in Portland is the Corvidai Bike Club Ride. <laughs> and it's worth mentioning special shout out to the San Jose Bike Club I will be visiting you sometime in the future. Mm-hmm. Upcoming filmed by bike tour dates. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, November 20th. Ashland, Oregon, December 4th. Bendigo, Australia, December 4th. These have already happened, but we're going to read them anyway. Because just they're did. just that great. Uh, Seattle, Washington, February 28th. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, March 22nd. And now for some headlines. What can compare with the thrill of a brand new bike? I like my bike, it's fast. I like my bike, it's fast. I like my bike, it's fast. It circles around the city lights. 
from CityLab.com. The case for Portland to Vancouver high-speed rail. Ooh, I can get behind this. That's right. You've heard about a second bridge to Seattle or to Washington, but you have you heard about high-speed rail from Oregon to Washington? Well, it might happen. <laughs> um, yes, this uh, article uh, published on CityLab is sort of a... Um, update, if you will, to the ever-waxing and waning feasibility of having high-speed transit. Um, but it's a pretty good article. It's got, I think, a lot of um, very sort of introspective points. There was a summit that happened up in Washington uh, earlier last year that brought to light the transportation bill that Washington passed, or, or some transportation funding. And the previous, uh, somebody who previously worked with the streetcar here in Portland is now one of the heads of transportation for Washington, uh, I think Department of Transportation, uh, was saying that, you know, hey, instead of um, spending all of this money widening freeways, because we all know that widening freeways, well, Sprocket listeners will know, the wi- uh, widening freeways um, totally, <laughs> totally solves congestion. Does not work. Oh. Yes, this this individual, oh, you're, we, yeah. we both got to the same place. Yes. Um, I was just being more sassy. Uh the the uh, transportation council. What, what's interesting about cur- presently is that it uh, seems to be that, in contrast to you know years previously, uh, both government officials, industry, and um, general. I think it was the third leg of this. In essence, everybody's kind of talking the same language for the first time in a while. Um, and while talk is still talk, um, the feasibility of this type of project happening for high-speed rail, which could bring somebody in a train from Portland to Seattle in a matter of two hours or under, um, is more tangible than it's been in a while. So this is kind of like a like an update article, but also like a, a, a prime the pump, if you will, for enthusiasm. Um, oh, and I'm, I'd like I could to, totally get behind this. I think a lot of people I like, could get behind this. It even included a proposed map. Um, that includes a route to Spokane. It's true. Yeah, they kind of... Um, so what the term for this area is like the... Oh, what was it? The... Uh, the Cascade Mega Region? Yes. Oh. Thank you. The Cascade Mega Region. Mega Region! Mega Region. Well, we do like our wrestling up here, so... Mega Region <laughs> is a, a new uh, Ooh, challenger. yeah! Oh. Mega Region! We, we should totally do the voice. Ready, ready, Piper, I'm coming for you. Can that please be... Transcontinental Mega Region Champion. That's my best Macho Man, Randy. You're, you're good. I think that they should totally hire us to do the announcements on the, on the Mega <laughs> train. Yes. We'll, do, we'll even do it for free. Um, so, yeah, like, it's, uh, you know, no, nothing in ink, but it, there might be some star alignment that's been happening within the last year. Um, and I think more importantly, this article just kind of draws together a lot of current thinking and progress that's happening right now, um, especially, I guess, hopeful or especially like inspiring is the, um, I'd like to try to find this quote maybe, this, the transportation official for Washington and like an incredibly strict departure from ODOT's decision to appoint a, um, I would basically say climate denier to ODOT's uh, top position. 
as as somebody, if folks are reading Bike Portland this week, um, somebody who's come out and said that uh, widening freeways is ODOT's plan for fighting climate change, um, kind of feels like some perverse doublespeak in in my personal opinion on this podcast. But uh, the Washington Department of Transportation has actually been known for uh, the third winning pillar. So besides Inslee, who briefly ran for president on a climate action platform and is likely to win a third term in Washington, Governor and Microsoft, which has prodded the process along by funding studies and hosting splashy events like the Rail Summit, which is what we were alluding to um, that happened earlier last year. There's a third winning pillar at the state's Department of Transportation head. Millar is a transit-first guy who's previously worked on Portland's streetcar network, lauded as the most successful in the country, and made waves when he told National Association of Highway Officials that, quote, building highway capacity to reduce traffic is a fool's errand. Uh, So... Like I was saying, fools errand. Well, well said, well said. Yes. Um, so you know, kind of saying what is pretty obvious, but that ODOT <laughs> doesn't seem to uh, really want to maybe acknowledge. Uh, it is refreshing to see, in the least. And if we can get some high speed rail out of it, sweet. Also coming up from City Lab. Why aren't more women riding electric scooters? I did not realize this was a thing, but... It's totally a thing. It, it, yeah, it makes sense that it's a thing, I guess. Well, it's... Um, and the article goes in to say that, like, generally speaking, most, like, non-car modes of transportation see close to that, like, two-to-one ratio usership. Mm-hmm. I know we've talked a lot about, um, like, cycling and engagement for people who are non like young white males within the bicycle world yes uh you know folks who tend to place a higher value on safety uh and and so with that said one of the largest contributors and this um in city lab they acknowledge that this is a relatively small sample size um but the pilot studies were done in portland and i think also Dallas, um, but I would need to double check the article. In essence, uh, there is about a two to one ratio of uh, males to uh, females who partake in rideshare in terms of the electric scooters. Um, one of the larger sort of trends that was observed in that is the lack of protected bikeways. Um, speaking again to that safety component, people simply don't feel that a uh, that two wheels and a platform with a stick attached to it is maybe enough to be um, feasible from a safety sense for getting around town. So I think in regards to the protected bikeways, um, that's at least Portland-wise something that advocates have been pushing for for a very long time. And I think that what I get out of this study is that uh, making protected bikeways and other forms of infrastructure that really increase the safety of portfolio overall are a way to hopefully bring not only scooter ridership, but non-vehicle ridership as a whole more towards parity between um, men and women riders. As long as falling off a scooter or bike means landing beneath crushing vehicle traffic, a principal, um, sorry, Meg Merritt, a principal transportation consultant at the planning firm, Nelson Nygaard is skeptical that any design can add much in the way of real safety. It's a bit like putting your AirPods in a neck holder. We need to go back to the root of the problem. If you have the right infrastructure, 
you can try all kinds of cool things and you will probably make them work. Mm-hmm. Um, this article by Laura Bliss, who's the um, ha- has a has a neat like weekly maps ah. maps uh, newsletter as well. Right on. And yeah. Lastly, from ODOT. Well, not from ODOT. Um, where is this? This from? is from uh, Aaron Brown, our friend over oh, at No More Freeways PDX. From no More Freeways. And this okay. is this is I didn't put it in the news for this week. Um, Jonathan Moss at Bike Portland oh. uh, was tracking that when I was mentioning ODOT's new hiring of a um, head had been my information source for. Uh, I, I'm guessing seems like there's a theme. Hire, hire somebody who thinks that widening. Highways is uh, fighting climate change. Fighting, yes. Uh, Goes a little hand-in-hand with this uh, recent piece, which just so happens to relate to widening freeways. Um, So, on our calendars for next Tuesday, this might be a little too late to put this in there, but there is an accountability for ODOT rally here in Portland, um, and that will be at 123 Northwest Flanders Street, from 4 to 6 p.m., and that is at Tuesday. Hey, that's when I go get mm-hmm. my surgical consultation. Oh, yeah. Um, and I should give context. The uh, rally is as in reaction, um, in a show of solidarity, to uh, go against ODOT's decision to walk back their commitment to an environmental impact statement. Uh, there was a lot of uh, hoopla, if you will, for ODOT. Um, agreeing to, for the most part, undergo a full EIS, uh, turns out they have, it looks like, decided not to. Uh, so back to the streets. Um, and there, there's a, yeah, this is what that rally is about. Right on. Well, you know what we got now? What have we got? From the blag, the blog. <laughs> it's what the it's what the cool kids call it. Ah, from okay. The, from the blag. From the blag. Regarding episode four ninety one, TJ Baxter says, "Awesome podcast, great job, Mo. Uh, we are TNR. Oh yeah, for Mariana Mo mm-hmm. and Jeremy. Um, thank you very much." They also said hashtag. Episode 500. 500 at, at TNR. Yeah. Well, it will be a Thursday. Mm-hmm. This is true. <laughs> also, regarding episode 492 from Richard Wazinski. I'm not sure about Oregon laws, but they sure are different in Texas. We have nothing in our laws about impeding speed. Basically, if the lane is larger than 14 inches, you have to ride as far to the right as practicable which is subjected to with debris and cracks. If the lane is smaller than 14 inches, you can take the lane. Speed is not a factor. Um, from Jason Oftenberg, impeding speed doesn't appear to be a factor in Florida either. In Daytona Beach, the Florida Department of Transportation has installed may-use full lane signs on one six-lane arterial <laughs> Which has a speed limit of 50 miles per hour. I've never seen anyone ride in this lane. There's an adjacent narrow sidewalk with right-of-way for shared youth path, shared use path upgrade. It's also a shame because I would really love BMUFL signs on... Oh, 
Bicycles may use full lane signs on many of the narrow two-lane, no-shoulder, 25-mile-an-hour roads in the cities so that people behind could just chill out when I take the lane. Mm. Ah, another one from Jay Lecco, Furniture Maker. Hi guys, I've got a calendar entry for you. The last Sunday of every month is the Vintage and Classic Ride in Huntsville, Alabama. 2 p.m. local time. Meets at Huntsville Junior High School. No one gets dropped. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. No drop. And uh, there will be some contact info for that ride on our post. And lastly, from Katie H. Hi, fellas. Just started listening to your podcast. I really enjoy it. I have a question, though. During your calendar segment, you always mention various bike parties throughout the country. Thanks for that, but why no mention of San Jose Bike Party? You're right. Why no mention of San Jose Bike Party? Well, it is Katie, the original we're bike just party. About to change that. Yes. Started in October of 2010. It also boasts the largest monthly ridership in various bike parties by far. If you decide to add San Jose Bike Party to your calendar, it is the third Friday of every month. Thank you so much, and I hope to see you at the San Jose Bike Party sometime soon when the weather gets nicer. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, it's always mostly nice in San Jose. <laughs> when I'm craving some sun, I'm going to go down there and join the bike party sometime. But maybe after four weeks. Uh, oh, yeah, after I get that <laughs> I forget. I can't really use this arm. But you can, yeah. use, it, you can use it to plan your time at the San Jose bike party. Yes. Yes. Can't wait. Hope to see you there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that is it. Well, you've made it yet again to the end of another episode. Congratulations for hanging on. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for hanging out. Yeah. Um, if you have ideas, thoughts, trials, tribulations, comments for posterity, let us know. We Please. would love to hear from you and to have your voice help shape what we talk about on the show. Uh, thanks, as always, to our generous Patreon supporters and to those who are lending us their ear. Shall we do it? Let's do this. All right. Hey, Anna. Yeah. Do you have a suggestion of how we should read the outro? It's going to be interesting without music. We can just read it's gonna it. going to be what? It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting? No. Interesting. You're, you're two to one today. <laughs> <laughs> we need yeah. a sticker that says, what would Brock say? All right. Just read it left-handed. <laughs> nice. Try my best. The Sprocket Podcast is produced at Stream PDX Community Audio Studio, thanks to the generous support of Open Signal. The SprocketPodcast.com is website hour. The SprocketPodcast at gmail.com is email to 503-847-9774 to text or call. At Sprocket Podcast for the Instagrams and Twitter. Theme music, hour for Lane J. Ryan to thanks. Sounder headlines are for Herbert. Design graphic for Norman Marcus. Shadowfoot donors sustaining are to thanks and Melangard Katrina. Iverson Eric, Norman Wayne. Mooney Tim, Wazenski Richard, Lean Cameron. Weiss Eric, Kelly Matt, Kubish Glenn. Day Nose Dave, Time Traveler Time, A's Who's, <laughs> Gephardt Dan, Parker Tom. <laughs> 
Thule, JP, Jenkinson, Caleb, Smith, Chris, Otterstrom, Rich, Lar, Lo, Marco, Matt, Jar, Butter, Peanut. <laughs> I'll be home soon, Anna. Welder, the Drew, Colorado, in Andrew. Gee, Richard, Division of King, Johnson, Andre. Regrainery, the of founder and sons like we were we of author Green Aaron Straw Guthrie Hey Poulton Nathan David Nurse Mac Campsite Flournoy Michael Michigan and Rory Ross and Chris Coleman Tim Belay David Kitchen Jeremy Hipwell Brad Finner and EJ Hugo Harry Tom Ranger Hutchinson Keith Skato Thomas Tam Ryan Wilson Joyce more David, publishing Microcosm. Oftenberg, Jason. Thanks for writing. Baron Chris, Baron Chris, Baron Chris. Grosbeck, Todd. Braithwaite, Gregory, Simon, Baird, Sean. Brooks, Matthew. Luna, Dude. Morrow, Ryan. Craft Cycle, Funatake, at Paula, Marshall. No Relation, Dale Spartan. M. Phillip. G, Sarah, Kiwana, Initiative Bike, Left Really Never, Who, Miss T, Mister, Hammond Beth, Hola Diggo, <laughs> D, Adam, Myra Mart- Martinez, Myra, Donor, Newest, and Murphy Craig. <laughs> Farthest Get Us, Helped Me Donors, Former Hour of All and Teeth Your Brush Now. Bed to go and... Nice.